Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you back for another episode of Roach Coach, creating this new metal canon one album at a time. This week, our Patreon subscribers had a choice. They had three albums to pick. Which album were they going to pick for us to do? And they chose Static X Cannibal. So that is the album that we are doing today. Static X, is this, this their fifth album? I, yes, 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 it is. I mean, I don't know. Yes, it is. <laughs> All yes, right. It is. Jenny and I have spent the last week doing intense research on this album, but we did not pay attention to the number of which it was. But that's no. okay. No, no. But Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on April 3rd, 2007. That is a come down record. Indeed, a come down record. Um, Jenny, we'll start with you. Any history with Cannibal? Uh, not that I was aware of when we started our listen, but there were definitely a couple songs on here that I was familiar with. How about you, Lauren? Um, this was... A brand new listen for me. I was not familiar with any of these songs or the very heavy fork themed artwork for the album. This was, yeah, this was all a brand new listen for me with the boys in the X. Matt. You know I never listened to this one. 2007? 2007, Matt. Let's see. I was listening to Neon Bible, Arcade Fire, Feist, The Remains, Hissing Fauna, uh, "Are You the Destroyer" by of Montreal. Those were those were my albums of the time. Ooh, and a weekend in the city block party. Come on, guys. You know, I just listened to that record this week because I was there. There's a new block party record coming out this year. And so really, was, yes. Yeah. I mean, they they aren't the same block party. They party. aren't. They're missing a couple key elements, but the new single is good. The drums him. is what they mean. Yeah, I know the drums. Um, but no, but yeah, I went back and, and that record, um, it's a little front loaded, but it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so none of us have really that deep of a history with Cannibal. The fifth, we can now confirm, Static X record. Jenny, who's in Static X on this album? On this album? Well, yeah. let me tell you, we got Wayne Static on lead <laughs> vocals, rhythm guitar, and production. Koichi Fukuda is back, back on lead guitar, keyboards, and programming. Tony Campos, bass guitar, backing vocals, and Nico Shiro on drums. All right. Production on this album, as Jenny already mentioned, Wayne Static, but also John Travis. And you might be saying, who the fuck is John Travis? <laughs> and let me tell you. I had the same question. So I looked him up, and according to Wikipedia, he is a London-born producer. He has worked with such artists as Kid Rock, Social Distortion, Static X, Buck Cherry, Suicide Silence, The Answer, Twin Atlantic, No Doubt, and Sugar Ray. Wow. If you go to johntravis.net... And you click on the credits part. He has select credits. 
in which he posts the stuff that he is most proud of. He's most proud of the engineering work on social distortions, white light, white heat, white trash. Mm. His work on Kid Rock's Devil Without a Cause, string arrangements, production, and engineering. Sugar Ray Floored, engineering. Sugar Ray 1459, engineering and mixing. Buck Cherry Time Bomb, production and engineering. Monster Magnet, Power Trip, Mixing, Suicide Silence, The Cleansing, Production and Engineering. Wow. Static X, Cannibal, Production, Engineering and Mixing. Hometown Hero, Self-Titled Album, Production and Engineering. And Killing Heidi, Self-Titled Record, Production, Engineering and Mixing. And you can also click a link to see all the other credits that he is not proud of over at All Music. An interesting resume. I would say the thing I get out of that is less new metal and more rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I mean, this is the come down era. 2007. Matt is listening to Of Montreal for some reason. You got to do something else. <laughs> wow. The shade. Take, take that, Of Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> uh jenny we got any i genre- didn't know sparks was a band yet okay what do you want from me <laughs> we all learned about sparks last year when we all went to see it that so. horribly long terrible documentary oh i didn't very long documentary but i didn't i didn't want here's the thing i was thinking about watching it the sparks documentary um mm-hmm. because it was edgar wright and i was like okay i'm gonna check this out but i saw annette first and the songs in Annette are bad. And I was like, a documentary about more songs by these guys? I'm, I'm going to pass. Dude. Oh, wow, wow. Like, who's a band who has a humongous catalog in your mind? Like, of studio albums? Guided by Voices. Okay. Um, so, perfect. So, using that as your point, imagine making a documentary where you have to say something about every one of those albums. And that's the Sparks documentary. That would be, I mean, that Guided by Voices doc would be like eight hours long. <laughs> and like, that's what it shit. felt like by the end of the Sparks. I didn't have a, I don't know, we, once you're running, sometimes you get into a stride and you're like, all right, next album nobody listened to. Next album nobody listened to. Next. <laughs> well, you know, with, with stuff like that, you know, I mean, I think back to the um, the Pearl Jam doc and the... Uh, the, uh, the Foo Fighters doc that came out around the same time. And, you know, I mean, sometimes I just want a little more, I want a little more dish. And they don't really give it to me. And with Sparks, I don't know a thing about them except that all the songs I've heard are bad. So, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do for me. Strong, strong. I I like Sparks personally. Um but I get it. I can see how it would not be your thing, Lauren. Have you um, seen it? Have you seen Annette, Jenny? No, no. Okay. I'm not Sparks. I guess what I would say about Sparks is they have such a huge catalog and you such can find something varied. That you like. yep. I don't love everything they've ever done, mm-hmm. but I think you could probably find something. Right. I bet you'd be into some of like the disco dancey shit that they did. Okay. All right. I mean. Perhaps one day. And the other thing to keep in mind is that Annette is a movie that I both like and dislike at the exact same time. 
like I can't stop thinking about certain parts of it and other parts of it I never want to think about again. So it's a, it's a whole journey, you know? Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, glad we got our Annette Sparks <laughs> talk off in this Static X cannibal. That was app. on our list of things that we had to get to in this, this episode. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> this episode's a real, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> um, Jenny, we got some uh, genre tags for the Static X record. We do. We have two, and they simply read industrial metal and groove metal. There you go. Um, let's see. Uh, other n- things of note. This is the first album from Static X to contain guitar solos. Every song except for one has a guitar solo. That's right. Get ready to hear those strings. <laughs> Get ready to hear him, baby. Uh, this is also the first album to not feature Ulrich Wilde in either a production or mixing role. So completely no Ulrich on this record. Um, and uh, some other notes. Uh, Wayne Static said this about the album. He th- says, I think it's the most metal record we've ever made, and it's arguably the heaviest record we've ever made. But with this record, I had a good time just getting back to balls out screaming and challenging myself vocally as well as in the songwriting. I felt like I was back working on Wisconsin Death Trip where I focused on stripping away the excess as much as possible to write short, simple, catchy songs. The shadow of Wisconsin Death Trip forever hanging. It's a gift and a curse. It really is. Review-wise, this record did, I'd say okay uh all music well all music gave it two and a half out of five which is not great ign 7.7 out of 10 metal hammer six out of 10 pop matter six out of 10 revolver three out of five blabbermouth six out of 10 so solid sounds like a solid three star record I i guess we'll just get into more as we get into the record all right let's do it the first track on cannibal is cannibal we've played a lot because a lot was happening there a, a lot is going on in this song first and foremost according to wikipedia according to don't worry we get their song meanings.com this song 
is about how Wayne was a vegetarian. His thoughts and all those people eating meat. Let me go to these lyrics. Thrash it, bash it, live to smash it, light the spark, reach out and crash it, rip it stronger, grind it longer, harder, faster, rabbit master. Talking about ripping the flesh, bite the gristle, assimilate trust and hate your your obsession. Jenny, what are your thoughts on Cannibal? Well, I would like to say I think it's an extremely hot open. I love it. I think it's got... A really, really catchy groove. I love the little, the, it basically, I think, kind of sets the tone for the record really well. I loved how heavy it was. And I was like, I hope the whole album sounds like this. Because if it does, it's going to be a yes from me, dog. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was great. Um, In terms of like the lyrical content, you know, uh, it's not it's not wrong when you when you think about it. <laughs> the way that we consume animals is really fucked up. So do I do it? Yeah. Uh is it fucked up? I think so. So, you know, for me, this opening was uh A okay. <laughs> Loved it. What did you all think? You know, I run my notes, we're in it. Screams, discordant noises, beeps and boops, and then the chug, sturdy riff certainly aggressive and i wrote it's a vegetarian anthem and uh but the guitar tone on the guitar solo just stick out to me as feeling not new metal it just felt like rock and roll well that guitar solo was john five oh who's a rock and roll boy he is all about rock and roll if you bring him in a room and you give him just rock he'd be like where the fuck's the roll exactly right this is a lie you tricked me bringing me here with rock and no roll i need them both matt what'd you think about cannibal buddy let me just tell you something you start with a prison song-esque opener transition into an nwo type riff and then give me uh give me what you gave me on the lyrics this is this is money in the bank for me I love this. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All three of us excited about this. And you know who else was excited? Songmeanings.com. They better be. Um, we got a comment from Pat the Baker. This is um, what I think, Matt, you would call quintessential songmeanings.com comment. Well, I'm surprised no one has commented on this yet. <laughs> Here it comes. Anyway, Wayne is talking about how we are all cannibals because we slaughter and eat animals, which are basically our own kind. Since we all evolved from the same thing, we are all related. Wayne is a vegetarian for this reason, so that's why I think this. Other than that, this song is incredibly, oh, is incredible awesome. Awesome is spelled wrong, but the feeling is felt. And I like this comment from smuser1716284 one who said, Ha, cool song, dude, but I can't eat vegetables, just too disgusting. Too gross. Too gross. Um, then there were uh, two people talking about something relating to us, you guys. Two different commenters, Necrophage and Strider Scion, both talked about Wayne at the Detroit stop of Ozfest in Ooh. 2007. 
Necrophage says, I got to give it to Wayne for being vegetarian. That's kick ass. Also, it was cool that he spoke out against the violent sod, cup, cell phone, etc. throwing at Ozfest in Detroit on Sunday. It shows that he has a heart and he cares about his fans' well-being. He did it all without being too preachy. There were just too many fucking idiot rednecks there. But what do you expect? And metal show. Strider Science said that Ozfest show in Detroit Rock, Static X definitely got the biggest crowd response on the main stage. I think Wayne spoke out about the sod throwing so he wouldn't get fined and they wouldn't stop the show. That shit was surreal. I got pegged in the face with those sod chunks over and over in the mosh pit on the hill, covered in mud by the end of the set. What do you expect at Ozfest? What do you expect at Ozfest? What right. do you expect? What do you expect? Now, we've all said, you know, being a vegetarian, it's a great thing. It's good for your health. There's all these various you know, benefits to it. But some people, they're going to push back on this vegetarian ideology. Debashus B says, don't animals eat other animals like tigers eating deers? Is Wayne Static against that too? By the way, I love Static X. Just trying to point this out. Mm, just saying. I'm just, just saying. saying. I'm just, just saying. saying. I'm just, just saying. These words are said out loud by me. I'm not you. saying that. I'm just like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, don't know. Oh, I can't just uh, ask a question. I just got one question. Oh, one question. I'm just I, asking. I'm gonna leave you alone as I'm soon just, as I ask my question. It's just nature. Look, I'm just asking. Look, if you can't handle some scrutiny, then maybe your beliefs aren't good. You, Steve Harvey, can't even tour anymore because you can't say anything. You can't say shit these days. All right. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's what my mom said to me. <laughs> she was watching <laughs> She made a really, it wasn't even a joke. It was just like a shitty comment. And I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, what? It's a joke. And I was like, it's not a, I don't get, she's like, you know what I no, meant. You, you said and I was the, like, you said those words seriously. And I was like, no, I don't get what you meant. What do you mean? And she was like, Steve Harvey says you can't even do her anymore. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I think lots of comedians are out there doing just fine, Mom. Like, Steve Harvey's fine. That's not so sensitive. Yes, yes. She was like, you're triggered. I was like, maybe oh. by your joke structure. Oh. Like, if I'm maybe be- you need to tell better jokes, Mom. That's what I told her. And then I was like, thanks for watching my baby for free as well. I'm going to go to work now. Uh. You know what, this, uh, Jenning, you took me back. You're right. These are the type of things that parents want to say to you as you hand off your child for daycare. <laughs> that they are like, my parents will be like, we'll watch Ronan. Don't worry about it. No problem. By the way, I'm going to say something incendiary to you as you're trying to walk out the door. Yeah. Try not to react. It's like a, it's like a <laughs> trick. You just got to, you know, I, I remember one time I said to my mother, she was yelling at me. And I won't say about what it was about because it was very stupid and it was like 2016. Um, but I would just say that I was like, I can't have this conversation with you. Because I got to go to work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our parents are a few clicks and perhaps learning how to use the internet a little bit better away from leaving comments on songmeetings.com. Indeed. Indeed. So, yeah. I mean, animals do eat other animals. Yeah. Oh, this person did get a response from IB2Raw06. Said, yeah, animals eat other animals, but humans are the only ones who gorge themselves. Tigers eat deers to survive. Granted, we use the meat to survive, but survival does not include an eating contest. Mm. Incredible mm. slam and hot dog eating contest <laughs> yeah. at the end there. You know? 
just guy just this so, guy, yeah coming this guy straight w- for nathan's you know <laughs> yeah, like, just, like i just walking by going fucking kobayashi right. your ass. <laughs> little do you know deep deep in the forest <laughs> those thick lush forests of alaska <laughs> there are bears having eating contests <laughs> <laughs> so just saying you know i love it maybe we haven't documented this phenomena yet but, mm, um, timothy treadwell r.i.p oh, uh, <laughs> yeah oh man that's what a film what a film grizzly man grizzly man. check it out <laughs> coach coach sponsored by grizzly man <laughs> i will I will not play the audio recording as I find it too horrifying. You you should take this audio and destroy it. <laughs> the sounds of man suffering. <laughs> I've probably seen Grizzly Man like four times. It is it is a movie of tragedy that is, for whatever reason, eminently rewatchable. Yeah, I saw Grizzly Man in the theater on a first date. <laughs> <laughs> quiet drive home and that was a real open and shut book unlike Arthur Fives I mean even if there was a spark to survive Grizzly Man I feel like the only person I could have watched that movie with romantically was Mitchell <laughs> because <laughs> it was just like well so nice to so nice to meet, to you. meet what you. A, what an experience we just had. Yes. Please don't talk about this on a podcast. Yes, he lived alone. As, <laughs> he lived alone. He died alone. Well, uh, that's, that's amazing. That reminds me of a buddy of mine who took uh, who went to see Old Boy on a first date. Ooh, and that's I guess tough. The girl was really mad about it, and he was enjoying it. And she's like, she I guess said to him, "You like this shit." You think this shit is good? And he was oh like, boy. "Whoa, slow down! I don't, I don't think what happens in Old Boy is good, but I certainly can enjoy the telling." Uh, yeah, he did not marry that woman. Huh? Uh, hey. No, didn't work oh, out. God. Really oh, weird. Didn't work I out. I know. Everyone's listening. Like, why didn't he marry her? Reader, uh, I married him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, hell. You guys want to listen to the next song? Let's do it! All right. Up next, we've got No Submission. notes this riff very static x i knew where it was the whole time but then it's combined with this chug and then what i can only call a galloping tempo and we are off to the races i wrote 
I like it. And also the guitar solo at 140, pretty sick. Jenny. I uh, I really like this song a lot. This was one that I, I knew before coming in. Not quite sure from where, but somewhere in the world this existed to me. I thought the song was very, very sweet. I was super into it. I, I'm a, you know, I like a guitar solo. So I was here for it. Yeah, I'm all in. I'm I mean, all Je- in. Jenny, you like rock and roll. Yeah. You bring me a roll and there's not a rock. Don't do gi- that to I'm you. I'm giving it back. Yeah. Simply we'll hand it back to you. Won't the, say anything, but you'll know why. It's a combination situation. You That's know? right. Yeah. It's like somebody bringing you a baked potato, but it doesn't have any sour cream. And you're like, I don't. Mm. Just you, you just pick it up with your hand and you hand it back and you don't say a word. You say no, thank you. Yeah. It burns your hand because it's baked. It's hot. Right. It's yeah. still hot. Yeah. But, but you you have to you have to send a message. Yeah. And that I message need is yeah. cream to cool it off. Absolutely. <laughs> Take the potato back. Absolutely. Um, Matt thought of no submission. Oh, buddy, I was having the time of my life listening to this song. Them boopy boys come in. Those boopies. Nah, I mean, this is money in the bank for me. I don't know how much I would have listened to this in 2007, but I could assure you in 1995, this would have been on lock. <laughs> Here's a little thing from the Static X uh, playbook that doesn't age as well as I would like it to. The name of the song is the chorus at this point. Cannibal, that's, that's your one word chorus. No submission. That's your two-word chorus. You know, I I have to say, Matt, I was talking to Sweet Mitchell this morning, and he was asking me what album we were doing, and I was telling him about it, and I was like, yeah, you know, uh, I was like, there's a song called No Submission that I really like, and he was like, is it the one that goes, no submission? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, that's how they all sound. And I was like, oh, he was just fucking with me. It's <laughs> like, you know, there's a formula here. Yes. Uh, hey. Hey, I can't, I'm not upset, but it is one of those things where I'm like, you can have more than just the song title. I'm sure they'll get there, but boy. Matt, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to get there. I think this is the formula. This is a situation where it's like, it's working. Why so would why I do any? Why mess with his success? Why would? Yeah, exactly. I mean, somebody pointed out once though that the decision to be arty and have a song where like the chorus is like "Let's go," and then the song is called like "Dealing with Thoughts in a Car Crash," and it's like you've just made your song hard to find, you know? Because mm-hmm. there's there was a song I remember. Well, I hate to bring this shit up so are you saying that static x is like thinking about seo maybe it makes their songs very easy to identify you go out in you're like i hope they do no submission even if you don't know if you only if someone just played you this album without the track listing you'd be like i really like i no like submission. the like like no submission no submission like that's what it's called but no, I, when i worked at best buy the uh, in the early 2000s well in the year 2000 um the Bloodhound Gang was gearing up to release Hooray for Boobies. And the Bad Touch was out in the world. People were excited about it. It was a thing. It was a thing. But something that was not a thing 
is at no point in the song The Bad Touch do they say the words The Bad Touch. The chorus of that song is, you know, you and me, nothing but mammals. So we had people come in going, do you have the do it, like, do, it, do it Like Mammals song? Do you have the Discovery Channel song? That's what everybody was asking about. And I was like, oh, it's called The Bad Touch. Oh, is that what that is? I didn't know that. This is the type of thing. Static X never had this problem. True, true. Song meaning. And by the way, we're sitting at 229 reviews for the oh. for the Bloodhound three pound pound. What? Just just a whisper of 71 more reviews to go on iTunes before we make 71. That's yeah. honestly that's a lot closer than I thought. <laughs> I am. It's slowly creeping. It's as creeping as up on you. As everyone, we'll, we'll take a brief moment just to talk about the, the, the Bloodhound three pound pound. And we do get 300 reviews. We will do an episode on the Bloodhound Gangs. Hooray for boobies. Matt, Jenny, you are both very excited to do this record. I am uh, dreading this with every ounce of my being. So if you would like for Jenny and Matt to be very happy and me to be very sad, please give us 71 more reviews on iTunes. And then we will. No matter what country you're in, I'll find it. Matt's counting them all. He's going around the world. He will get them Even all. Even if it's, uh, hey, these guys don't know much about new metal. It if, counts. <laughs> it counts. Hey. It counts. Pound, pound. If, if, if you roll in and say they spent more time on Grizzly Man than they did on the on song Static Cannab- X. On Static X, that's fine. A review's a review. We'll count it. Yeah. You know, I haven't reviewed our podcast on iTunes yet. So. <laughs> now now you're about to stuff them my ballot box. My review's a threat. Yeah. My review's a threat. So. Uh I'm going to be um, like, these idiots don't know shit about new metal. Five stars. Yes, that's right. Five stars. <laughs> um, songmeanings.com. Uh, Ken underscore M said the song fucking rocks. Metal hand emoji. Commenter, it's only Craig, said, I love this song. I tried to sing it, and I couldn't keep up. I want to see them in concert again. I saw them at Ozfest 07, and they were amazing. Cold Steel Heart says two words. Holy hell. If I may ask, I hope Wayne Static sees this. How does he sing this? It's insane. I love this song. And then Kissimmee 8756 says, no lie, I can sing this. Not like how Wayne sings it, but this fast. Yep. And then Mario 867 says, I almost can. <laughs> This I almost can comment, all in lowercase, no punctuation. I saw this one first with no context, and it was just the funniest and saddest. I almost can. Like, I've, kissed uh, a, I've, I've kissed a lot of girls. I almost can. Almost, uh, definitely, almost can. Yeah, I almost yeah. can. I have yeah. a lot of girlfriends in Niagara yeah. Falls area. Yeah, I ollied over that car. I, I, oh, almost I, I, I almost can i almost can that yeah maybe that's i went to that one first for a reason <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well i think it's time to go to track three <laughs> all right up next we've got right well you know we'll pick up the we'll clip we'll start clipping a little we'll bit here clipping. we'll start clipping up next we've got behemoth
Oh, this. This is, to Matt. me, my heart has grown 10 sizes. I love this. A fucking sample in 2007? An old school industrial sample in the middle of your song? A tribute to ministry, a tribute to everything that I enjoy about industrial metal. Oh, God, this is great. This is so good. Not new at all. But boy, I love it so much. I love it so much. Matt, I wrote in my notes, this is a heavy bop. It's a bop, but it's heavy. It's uh, It's got that Wisconsin Death Trip vibe, but the guitars sound less processed. The drums sound very live, which I think, once again, is that John Travis rock and roll. We're doing it live in the studio vibe. And, uh, you know, when I listen, I listen to this album three times, as I do for every album on the show. And on my first listen, I was like, oh, this is Wisconsin Death Trip. They're just like going back. This is very familiar. And I was a little resentful. And then as I listened to it more, I was like, but this is good. This is what I want them to do. I don't want them to be going back to Shadow Zone, Auto Zone. I don't need that. Mm-mm. This is what I want. And I should be happy. And I am happy. By the third listen, I was like, yeah, Behemoth, let's go. Which also, they don't say Behemoth in this song. The chorus is get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Classic Static X. So I wrote also my notes, we chugging. I loved it. Jenny. I simply wrote video game music. Um, oh, mm, I can see that. I yeah. mean, I again, I really, I don't know anything. Few things I know less about than video games. Video games and new metal, perhaps some would say. Uh, <laughs> but I loved this song. I was thinking of Matt throughout. And I was like, Matt's going to like this. And I do. Um, it's great. It's super fun to listen to. Unlike the pace that we are going at <laughs> within this podcast, like this album really just bops right along. Um I love it. Uh, over at songmeanings.com, there were lots of comments. One that was way too long about nuclear disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe one of ours has infiltrated the comments on July 26, 2021. Stiff Biscuit 69 says, This song fucks. And yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah, I should add that to my notes. This song fucks. Um, I should mention to have a physical copy of the album here. This was a big thrift. Picked it up from Second and Charles for a sweet four dollars and ninety five cents. The album art: skull, bone in its mouth, surrounded by old rusty knives and forks. Very stunning imagery. Noticeable though, new Static X font. Um, yeah, I, I, this is, um, I'm not a font guy, but this is definitely more of a classical. I feel like this is something you might find in an early preset of MS word. Uh, interesting decision to make. No thank yous, zero thank yous in the liner notes, but you do get all the lyrics and you get this very amusing photo of the band amongst some foliage, like they're in the jungle with Perhaps some cannibals. I don't know. We'll um, find out. But I also noticed that this right here, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm talking about here. I'm pretty sure this bit of plant right here, that's some weed. 
Whoa. Uh, you aren't a narc, are you? Uh, me? A narc? Captain Weedatronic over here? <laughs> Weedatronic? Hell yeah, that's what we would call you. Captain Weedatronic, I'll hook you up with that chronic. That's what they call me out on the streets. No uh, one, no one's buying this. Okay, no, fair nope, enough. Nope, no, nope. Okay. I, I, what was the comment? I tried. <laughs> I almost, I almost can. <laughs> I almost can be Captain Weedatronic. <laughs> almost. Wow, almost. Wow, wow. Oh boy. Wow, wow, wow. Well, speaking of altered states, Jenny, what we got next? Up next, we've got Chemical Logic. <laughs> I would activate a pit. Pit is activated. You know, Wayne was really on one with this. I mean, just going all in, I wrote in my notes, you've got this robot voice to start off. Then you've got these pogo punk hardcore vibes mixing in here. And then really there's a moment where I was like, am I in a verse? Am I in a chorus? I am a pre-chorus? I don't know. Anything could be anything in this song. Absolute chaos, but certainly something that might happen if you're dealing with some chemical logic. There it is. And uh, there was a lyric that, if you know me, I related to very heavily. Freak on the sonic, beat on the chronic. Mm. Yeah, you are just honestly the biggest weed head. I'm just living in a cloud of smoke over here. Yeah, you're basically like the embodiment of legalize it. (laughs) I am. I am. Uh, So... Jenny, what'd you think of Chemical Logic? I liked it a lot. Um, I felt like it made sense where it was in the album. Once again, <laughs> I thought, this seems like video game music. Um, but, you know, uh, I was into it. Matt? I mean, I mean, I love this so much. I, this, yeah, this, this hits me in all my nostalgic feels. But it's fresh. Uh, and that was an actual chorus. Uh, it wasn't just him saying chemical logic. Yeah. yeah. I'm in hog heaven over here, guys. Hog heaven. Interesting you bring that up, Matt. One of the other lyrics in the song is Pig Hammer the Static, the Bats in the Attic. 
And Pickhammer, interestingly enough, was also the name of Wayne's one solo record that he released uh, before he passed away. Um, so clearly, this song resonated with him many years later. They decided to lift that up for his solo record. Only comments to songmeanings.com is one guy posting the same comment three times. His name is Mike16, and he said this song is awesome three times in a row. We agree. There we go. All right. Up next, we've got Destroyer. Take it down, man. So this was the single from the album. I know, Matt, are you making the face? It's an interesting choice because they basically did that thing where they made their one poppy song the single. Because as we know, I mean, this this far into the album, this is not really representative of what you're getting early on. Um, but I feel like this is Static X stretching, showing that they can do more. They can do something sort of poppy in the way, but still the Wayne vocals are the Wayne vocals. And it sounds like a party track. It honestly reminded me of the type of song that would be perfect if a detective needed to walk into a strip club to ask a couple questions. About a missing girl. Listen, I just need a couple minutes. Do you recognize this girl? Look, man, it's pretty busy. All right. Are you going to order something? Well, listen, can I just talk to a couple of the, da- of the dancers? Can I, just, I just need, I, just, I have a couple questions. Why don't you go around back? Trixie's there. Hey. Hey, do you recognize this girl? No. What are you I'm, looking at, big boy? I'm just trying to find this girl. Her parents hey man, asked me. Leave her alone. Her, her parents are, asked me. Flux aren't free. Whoa, what a what a yeah. movie. What, what a, a film. Mo- what As a film. we know, big boy detective is no longer <laughs> just making sandwiches. He's now trying to crack that case. That's and right. no one takes him seriously because he's got that heavily moosed up hairstyle yeah. and he's wearing those dumb suspenders. Oh, boy. Dumb suspenders. He's, he's a great detective. He just, you know, he's just known for his his sandwiches, his Slim yeah. Jim, his salad bar. Oh, the salad bar, the soup and salad bar. Oh, big boy. Oh, mm. Takes me back. He'll crack the case. He'll figure it out. Just give him some time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, in time to save anybody, but he'll oh, figure sh- out who did. But enough time that maybe he'll make you a patty melt. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, your loved uh, one, long gone. Long but, gone. But that patty yeah. melt, oh, delicious. Yeah, yeah. You will get your fish and chips, though. You will yeah, get your fish and sweet chips. Sweet bowl of clam chowder. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. New England style. Oh, man. You guys, I mean, these are you're just nailing all the... These are all things that my dad will just bring up. He's like, we should get fish and chips from Big Boy. Like, just, mm. just bring no, it up. No, you should. Him. Not anymore. They're not the same, baby. They're not the same? Dude, it's like a fish stick in batter. 
Fuck. What? It is a disappointment. Wow. You know what? I hate to say it, but things changed once they got rid of the smoking section. Mm. You know, that was, that was, you would walk into a big boy and they'd go smoking, non-smoking. And we say non-smoking. And then you walk through the smoking section, which is just... I mean, the stick a was chimney. fucking lit, baby. Oh, yeah. Chimney. And then you get as far away in the restaurant as you can. Usually they put you in that uh, glass glass ceiling area. Sort of mm-hmm. hangs out. It's a little colder. Not as insulated, but you're not in a smoke flume. And uh, yeah, and then you get that get that beautiful. I mean, if you go after, you went after church as a kid, that breakfast bar, man. Dude, you get the breakfast bar. You go in the afternoon. It's a soup and salad bar, sitch. Oh, man. Good friend of ours, Nivaranami, swears by their spaghetti. Really? Says I, they have amazing spaghetti. I have, that is that is something I never ventured into. Me neither. Never would have thought there. of it, but no, she loves wow. the big boy spaghetti. Mm-hmm. 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 Can you do? Well, now this video, yes, was not set at a big boy. No, it was set at a roller derby match. This was the first single and the first vid we got set in the 70s looked like a little 70s vibe mitch felt they didn't commit to the bit we did watch the music videos together it was like they don't I, look like they're in the 70s they didn't have those hair products then and i was like eh, you know got an image to maintain but he's a purist it seems so I definitely agree that it seemed like they spent a little more time on like the film stock replicating the era than the costumes, but really more of just like the band maybe. But I will say for whatever it may have lost in period detail, it made up for in enthusiasm and performances. Everybody looks like they're having a blast. It's a lot of fun. The ladies who are playing the roller derby, uh, <laughs> the roller derby <laughs> ladies. Yeah. The they roly are derby people. The roly derby people. Uh, the roller derby uh, contestants, whatever they're called, they look like they're really fucking each other up. Um, they seem to be pretty committed to it. Um, I mean, what did Mitch think of the hilarious names shown up on the screen? You know, he was like, "Oh, hilarious!" So um, I don't know. He was. He wasn't as. Um, you know, he hadn't listened to the album three times. I I guess that's very it. early on a Saturday morning. I said, oh, yeah, we got to watch some Static X videos. And he was like, all right. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the same for him. I, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that that guy and I'm, I've seen his work and I know that I feel like he's somebody who would appreciate a Nick, a, a joke name of Dick Hertz being shown up on a graphic on the screen. You I feel know, like that'd be his thing, but I, I guess he. I think if I caught him in the afternoon, mm-hmm. would have been all right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yeah, I thought it was fun, interesting choice for first single. I feel like they were trying to like zag a little bit from expectations. Um, so I would I didn't mind it, and I think as uh, you know, as uh, the song you know placement on the album, you know. Mix it up a little bit. Show some variety, and I think they did a good work. Also, Matt, if, yeah, you, buddy. if you're at the strip club, if you're at any club and this song comes on, you know what to ask for. Destroyer. They say it a bunch of times. <laughs> SEO is being thought about. Now, the Love question it. of what the Destroyer is, I got from this that the Destroyer is drugs and alcohol. Mm. Um, songmeanings.com 
surprisingly did not agree with me. Um, Isa Lemitis said, for some reason, I want to say it's about how pissed off the band gets when the recording equipment does not work. Hmm? I know. And I was like, what? And then Volkov was like, I definitely agree. Right after the intro, there's that pause, and then he says, you do it again. So this led me to believe this is about equipment issues. Plus all the lyrics, like bad guitar, stereo, bad timing, fuzzy filter, beat maker, and overdrive. Gotta be. And I was like, wait, what? You think, okay. Then I went to the, I said, I said someone else has got to have my back in here. Well, the next comment from Killswitch916 says, like a lot of Static X songs, I just don't get it, but fuck, is it awesome. What? You don't get most Static X songs? This guy's sitting there with Love Dump going, I ain't got a goddamn clue. I don't know. Somebody's got to help me over here. Kill Switch 916 over here just had a fucking loss. <laughs> Is, wait. Wait, it can't, it can't be about, look, I don't know. I don't know. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Oh no. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um oh a song uh, that's all text and he's like, <laughs> I can't figure out what I can't the figure text out. is about. Yeah, I don't know. Uh our, I didn't realize this when I was doing my notes, but our guy I almost can, Mario eight six seven rolled back in. And they said, I think the song's about themselves, but that's my opinion. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cleric Marshall said, I think this song is about some chick that was with Wayne and started to make problems for the band. Anyway, that's just my dumb opinion. Some uh, chick. Some chick trying to wreck things, walking around the studio going, what does this do? Get out of here. <laughs> and um, this is my favorite comment from Putang Magnet, who said, I think it's about just going ape shit and destroying everything. Just getting pumped up and fucking going on an all-out rampage. This song makes me want to break shit. Valuable shit. Valuable shit. This guy just walking around your house going, how much is this worth? And you hit him with the right number value, he's going to drop that shit on the floor. Mm. What's this picture of your grandma worth? Well, honestly, it's kind of priceless. Smash! Wowie. Wowie. Do not invite Poontang Magnet to your house. No, his name's Poontang Magnet. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta line out the door. It's a dangerous magnet. Indeed. All right. Well, okay. I feel like we should keep going. What do you guys think? I agree. All right. Up next, we've got 40 Ways.
You guys, I wrote my notes. Beeps, crunch, let's fucking go. This thing crushes. I love this song. The solo rips. This is this is one of my faves on the album. Also, key lyrics. Drink all day, fuck all day, crush all day. There we go. There we go. There it is. I mean, that's. I think that's Jenny's mantra, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Drink all day, fuck all day. You know me. <laughs> and then you're time to crush. Then time to crush. So... <laughs> Usually doing one of three things. <laughs> if you could knock before you enter the house. Oh, yeah. She could be doing any one of those three. Yeah, you need to knock on the house, though. Don't knock on the door. <laughs> no, knock on the walls. You need to take a two by four and just thwap the house. <laughs> a mere human hand knocking isn't going to uh, no, break me out of my cycle. You got to knock the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to knock the house. Knock Damage. The- the siding on this house before you enter. Uh, Je- Jenny, what'd you think of this one? Uh, right in the pocket. Loved it. Super into it. Matt. Man, I love it. I. This is a love or hate in my book. Well, I mean, you might be not nonplussed by it, but but like, this is genetically engineered for me. I, I love this. All right. All right. Well, hell, let's keep going. Let's do Up it. Next, we've got Chromomatic. When I do my notes for this show, sometimes I know exactly what I'm talking about. And sometimes I don't know why I wrote something, but I think I know, and I'm going to just change it. And I wrote in my notes, this album is a business. And I don't know what I meant, but all I can figure I meant is maybe this album is the business, and business is good. Um, this riff is killer. This is get the fuck up music. And this is also that evil disco. That they always uh, like to talk about. They really nailed it with this one. I love it. Jenny. Agreed. Evil Disco. I'm here for it. Lots of fun. Lots of bops. Is it new? Not even slightly. Is it great? 100%. Matt? Yep. I don't really have a lot of new to say. Because there's not a lot of new on this album. But uh, yeah, I love it. I, uh, I'm in the pocket. Wayne's got me, baby. He's, He's got, got you. Me. He's got you. Uh, Songmeanings.com. Um, some people thought that the song was about 
television's ability to condition the mind. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's an interesting take. A dictionary explanation of chroma basically means saturation. Ever turn on the TV and feel like you've just woken up? I thought, pretty good comment. Okay, wake, all wake right. Wake up, sheeple. Maybe, maybe, Ooh. maybe. And that's from Arcane Cranium. So I feel like this person knows a little bit about how the brain works. Um, but then I get this comment from Hooker72005, who said, this is a song he wrote about tuning his guitar and how awesome it sounds. Static X moved to drop A sharp on their Cannibal CD instead of using the traditional drop C. The first two verses are taking talking about the process of tuning and the last one is about the sound it makes now i don't know anything about guitar all beyond you know i like it when it sounds cool that's one thing i do know about guitar Mm -hmm. when it sounds cool i like that and so when i read this i said this person might know what they're talking about but also at the same time i I don't know I, i this is once again this thing where you know, they're like, is this song about Wayne going into the studio and being like, this isn't working. This isn't going right. That's what the song's about. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's a little bit more planning going on. I don't think they would allow that, you know? <laughs> What's the song about, Wayne? My lunch I ordered for us late from Jimmy John's. I'm going to write it. It's all about angry sandwich. I don't think they'd allow that. Yeah. My dasher is running late. <laughs> I see them dropping off other orders, and I'm hungry. Oh, Darla, I'm not going to be happy with you. But I will say there's a couple other people. Stoke666 says this is the greatest song by Static X. Oh, my. Hey, all right. Yeah. Oh, and then B. Kemper said this is a song about tuning your guitar down specifically. There is no doubt about it to anyone who plays guitar. No doubt about it. A shot fired at me, apparently. Okay. All these guitar heads right now listening going, Roach Coach, get your head out your ass. This is about tuning. Mm. You dumb fucks. No doubt about <laughs> it. No doubt about it. No doubt. You should play this one for Mitch, Jenny, and see if he's like, oh shit, is this about tuning to, to drop C or I'll, I'll try it. He might. You never know. You never know. All right. Okay. Uh, up next, we got Cuts You Up. start with you what'd you think it cuts you up it's a little dragula it's the first one that's really struck me in in that dragula way so it's not bad but it just felt 
like I've been super excited up until this point, and this one's just kind of straight down the middle. Okay. Jenny? Uh, yeah, this one definitely made me feel like I was at a carnival, so I don't know if I like that or not, but what you might not guess about these songs based on how long we've been taking to talk about them is that they're all pretty short. Uh, we really max out close to four minutes on these songs. Uh, you know, this particular song is three and a half. So it was just fine with me. Not one of my faves, but, you know, nothing to nothing to be upset with. What do you think? Uh, you know, I wrote Boops, Crunch, Chug. I wrote down the lyric, I take no bullshit. I honestly thought this song had some pretty classic new metal lyrics in it. Um, the guitar solo I wrote is a party solo, very evil disco. Um, I did not mind that it sounded a little bit Dragula-esque, as it were. So I, I had no real problems with that. Um, it seemed with a, uh, with a title like Cut You Up, and he says, Cut You Out. Cut out, shut out, run out, tear digital noise out. It cuts you up, cuts you up, it cuts you up. Um, you know, seemed like a pretty, uh, pretty straightforward situation. And uh, there's a line in there where he says, "If you can't handle the shit, then don't stick around." And what I became is stronger. What I have made, you cannot criticize. Newfound eyes, classic new metal tropes. You tried to break me down. You can't do it. And now you're seeing what's happened to me and how I am thriving and it cuts you up puts you in little pieces that was what i got after one listen so i our guy mario867 he's going through it with this record he said wtf i don't know what any of the new songs mean i don't know what to do for you mario i don't know what to do for you static x is making it very easy <laughs> mm, i don't get it I don't know. Mario, Mario, buddy, what aren't you getting? It's it's cuts you up. It's very... Uh, what's the problem? I don't know. I don't know. Cuts... Who's you? Who's getting cut? Guys, cut it's, you up? You? It's, it's another... It's Don't think of it as yourself. Think about it as the person that Wayne's singing about. That's the you. You? You are you getting cut? No, not not me, not me. It's the other if person. You are. You need to go to the yeah. hospital. The no, television no. show. You said about editing that show because I guess it was pretty well done. No, no, not not editing. Not the cuts are metaphorical. You guys, it's it's um, it's 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 an emotional feeling when you when you feel mm. sad. Maybe like a cut. Do you understand? Are you familiar with metaphors? Uh, I gotta go. Uh. <laughs> uh oh! I think oh Mario. I think Mario's taking a nap. I think, <laughs> I think Mario's hibernating. I think so. All right. Well, we got to go to the next song because I'm it. excited. <laughs> the next song is called Reptile. <laughs>
play that fucking song about reptiles, bro. Fatality. Oh, Reptile yes. wins. He wins. He wins. This song is about being eaten by a giant reptile. Yes! 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 Yeah. Yes! I need 10 cc's of being eaten by a reptile. Honestly, like... I was listening to this song and I was like, everyone's overthinking it. Just write songs about being eaten by giant reptiles. We're fine. Uh, We've collectively overthought it. <laughs> this is um, it. I love yeah. this. I love this. It's amazing. The first comment on song meanings is from Silver Saint who says, I have no clue, but it sounds good. eh?" And I was like, are oh, you have no clue on reptile? Come on, everybody. Um, this is amazing. Um, this is also, this is a song with the, what I called an alarm clock tempo up top. This is the type of song you put this on in your teenage bedroom, door shut. It's coming through the walls. Your parents just stick your head and go, what is this noise? What is this noise? What are you doing? What is, this isn't music. Mm. I think that makes it even better. I loved it. Also, I think there's a solo, but there's also like a beepy boy part where it's just like beepy boys for a while. Loved it. Matt. Boop, beep, boop, beep, beep. Reptile. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. Up next, we've got Electric Pulse. I wrote in my notes, this is the boys being the boys. Static out of static. And either this is going to be like just fine for you, or you might find it maybe a little rote, a little autopilot. I was mostly fine with it, but at the same time, I didn't notice that. So, you know, I think I think on some early listens, I was kind of like, what is this? This seems like pretty generic. But on my third listen, I was like, hey, you know what? They're doing what they do best. So I shouldn't be too mad about that. So... Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it makes sense as a late track, uh, late album track. So, Jenny? Totally agree. Felt like a late album track. Wasn't mad at it. Didn't really stick out. Didn't do that much for me. But, you know, that's what happens when you get late in the album. Mm-hmm. Matt? Yeah. That is also what happens when body, body starts smacking from doing the wild thing. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I hear that's what happens. That's all that comes into my brain. I see. I was like, uh, whomst? <laughs> whomst? His quoting tone loke? <laughs> Matt's tone loke recall is incredible. Yeah. It, 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 it's just one of those things where you like hear half of a phrase and your brain fills in the rest. And it's like, that's what happens. And then my brain just filled in the rest. There you go. Uh, as, mm. as for the song, Electric Pulse. 
Uh, can you play that one that goes electric pulse? Um, <laughs> yes, electric pulse. Electric pulse. So at this point, I'm kind of like, if I were listening to this in my car, I'm going to hope that I'm at my destination because I got what I needed. You know what I mean? Like my bucket is now full of this. So I'm good. I'm probably going back to the beginning at this point in my CD listening. So that's just uh, where I am in the record. Well, you're, like, you're almost done. Yeah, you're I know. I'm going to ask right now, how respectful of our time is this album? So we are listening to just the straight up original version. There are some other versions that have more tracks. We're doing just this, the pure original comes in at 37 minutes and nine seconds. Okay. That's, that is like a wistful dream. Incredibly respectful. So nice. Because this is what, 12, 13 tracks? 12 tracks. Yep. There you go. But yeah, on, on this dissection, I'm going to hope that I have a 15 minute trip so I can get through half the record. And then 15 minutes back to finish it. And I'm going to be like, I got fresh legs. I'm ready to go. And true. You're going to get out of the car, walk into the house, and just like turn to Catherine and go, electric pulse. And she'll be like, that boy's listening to Cannibal again, wasn't he? <laughs> My sweet, sweet hus listening to Cannibal <laughs> once again. <laughs> sweet. If Catherine ever said, My sweet, sweet hus, I'd be like, You've been hanging around with Bloom? <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to use your unmarried name. Use yeah, your maiden yeah. Name. I'm going to be like, you know, Bloomer, what's going on? That's right. My maiden name. Your sounds, maiden name. I don't know that I could have ever been referred to as maiden, but. Uh, yes, yeah, so when Jenny used to live in a tower and yes. uh, do have fun abbreviations. That's oh, how she was. When I was a maiden. <laughs> now a non maiden, a matron. I don't know. I don't know what I am. Well, hell let's keep going up next we got goat
Uh, once again, we've got Crackle Distortion. Dancy drums, more of that evil disco that we all love. This is a party pit. And uh, I wrote down some of my favorite lyrics. Brain Melter, Grinder, Greater, Low Reverberation. I wrote, this is the Static X I love. I really like this. This was honestly a surprise to find buried deep in the record. I thought we just get a couple more pretty standard rockers and this was like no we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit a little dancey beepy boy so this was a pleasant surprise very much enjoyed this one jenny also into it love that evil disco thank you static x matt yep i'm in i love it i you know it's hard to say things when you like it so much i like it too all right We've got one track left. Let's listen to it. We got Team Hate. Yeah, this one, Grinding Chug, he says, you corroded, beeps in the grind. I kind of went back and forth on not really being sure why they decided to close with this one. I kind of feel like Goat would have made more sense as a closer, but when we get to that chorus and he's like, Team Hate, it is on an up, so it does kind of leave you on like an up. Maybe the thought is that it leaves me on an up that I'm expecting another song after it. And... um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe Goat should have been the last. I mean, I don't dislike it, but it does. It feels more like a mid-album, late-album song, but not a closer necessarily. Jenny? Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean, I liked it. I don't know what I expected. I really expected to go out on like a string of beepy boopy boys, and we didn't. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it did just sort of feel like, like oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Thank you for your time. Matt? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little confused that this is the closer uh, because it doesn't necessarily feel final. Right. You know, like, even if this was a cacophony of noise, that would make a lot more sense. Whereas, like, you know, you've heard that. Ministry was the, the kings of that. Whereas it's like, here, we left a guitar uh, in a loop <laughs> with that with distortion which was samples from single white female playing in the background <laughs> so yeah a little little of an unusual choice um for the closer um and then on songmeanings.com uh <laughs> one comment um from i mean i will say for figuring out the meanings on this album i, I think they were about I don't know, 40-60 on nailing it versus not nailing it, or just giving up straight up. Uh, but uh, Debashi's B said, it's about when suspicion rises between the members in a team. It can be any kind of team. Any kind of team. Any 
kind of team? Soccer team? Football team. Baseball team? Hockey team. Rugby team? Software Badminton. development team. Badminton. HR team? Improv team. Ooh, definitely Ooh, an yeah, improv definitely. team. Oh, yeah. When you get, you got the group chat, and then you got the subgroup chat that's mm. missing a couple people. Yeah. And you're like, if this motherfucker walks on one more time when I'm in my groove, one more time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip their throat out. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know, it's real. It's real. It's real. And uh, and every time it's happened, I just think, oh shit, this is just like that fucking Static X song, straight up <laughs> team hate. Exactly right. Exactly uh, right. Yes. And uh, that is the album cannibal by static x and then now brings us to the part of the show where we talk about cannon talk jenny we'll start with you so i loved this album i thought it was a super fun listen i'll return to it in the future but as the genre tags foretold i do not think this is a new metal record therefore i do not think it belongs in the new metal canon Lauren, what do you think? Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I enjoyed this record. It was definitely a journey early on. I was I was kind of back and forth, and uh, there were certain songs where I was like, I don't know about these choices, the guitar solos, and I think what it is is I put these records on, and I'm wanting to hear that new. And once I realized that there wasn't going to be any new on this record, I was going to be getting um, more industrial beeps and definitely some rock mixed with the roll. And, uh, you know, then I, once I, once I settled into that, I just had a really good time. And, uh, I mean the evil disco tracks definitely, I think were my favorites. Um, but this is, I I would say a good step forward for this band who, I mean, the last couple that kind of been fumbling around a little bit, I think start a war. I think we liked a little bit more, but shadow zone, as we all know, not a good moment. And, um, and machine was kind of half and half as well. So this is, uh, I would say probably their best one since Wisconsin. Matt. I would agree with that. Um, in, from a consistency standpoint as well, um, I really liked this. This absolutely would have been a non-stopper in 98, 99 for me. Like, just part of the world. 2007, uh, yeah, I would never have listened to this. And guess what? I didn't. But now, hearing it, I'd like to hear it again. I would love to hear it in a car, driving quickly with my beautiful Rust Belt city in the background. There you go. There you go. Can't say that about of Montreal, can you, Matt? <laughs> hey, man, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I I didn't realize that we were so heavily anti of Montreal, but... You know, you, you're just asking to hear some of Montreal if you keep it up. Uh, let, you know what? For the people at home who've never heard this band and only maybe seen them in photos, let's just, Matt, just give us a taste of that 07 of, as the people on the street used to call them. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? Simply of. Yeah, you walk in. Jenny, I'm sure when you were working at record time in 07, right? You By the way, time. I don't think I've listened to this since 07. So this could be bad for everybody. Okay. Here's Gromlandic edit. Yep, these guys were up their own butt. Uh, so 
never going to get there. I think we're going to be like a minute in. I am satisfied. <laughs> Hiding in our friend's apartment. I've heard a Wire album once. You know, it's funny yeah. is that the songs by them that did made it in that did make it into my radar in the 07 time did not have any sort of groove like that. They were much more arty, much more pretentious, and that definitely put me off. But that, I mean, that has a straight-up groove and a bob to it. So I was surprised, Matt. You've surprised me. I'm not saying I'm going full of. You know what? You know what? I think you're talking about something like this. Oh, come on. Let me just fast-forward into this song. I mean, I mean, this is all. I mean, this all has tempo. Whatever I was listening, I just remember somebody played me something in 07, and I was like, "Get this out of here! This is not my vibe." But this wow. is much more. You walk into a trendy clothing store that serves hipsters in the 07s, and this is this, mm-hmm. this is what you walk into. Right. I am. I'm about to buy some pants. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some I think... pants that I'm probably only going to wear once to this event. I have to get pants like. This. I mean, the pants I bought when the song was playing, I do not fit in anymore. That I can oh, tell you for sure. I can oh, guarantee no, you no, that. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Those 07 pants are a distant memory. <laughs> Gone, not forgotten. Not but forget. not forgotten. Not well, the greatest surprise of all, perhaps, is not that this album did not make it into the canon, but that Lauren Weedhead Kozlowski is a full on of head as well. A man <laughs> of several boom. heads. A man of several heads. heads. A man of several heads. <laughs> Got a lot of heads over here. Wow, all wow, right. Wow, wow, wow. wow, wow. wow. Well, Static X, uh, you really did it with this record. It is not new metal, so it does not go in the new metal canon, but in the fun to listen to and recommend people check it out anyway canon, for sure. And that just brings us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're on all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast. Become a patron of the show. You can help pick an album. We'll be doing more album votes soon. You guys pick Static X. We'll throw up a couple more. See what you want to hear next. And also, we are counting down. We are just eps away, you guys, from episode 300. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, are, wow, wow, We are wow, creeping wow. up, episode 300, and I'll have everybody know that we debated on how we're going to do this, and we were going back and forth, texting, and I said to you, Jenny, I said, here's four options. And they were all very elaborate. And then I said, or this, and just as a tossed-up thing. And you said, oh, that's the one. So we know what we're doing for F3. I knew it when I saw it. Not a, a moment's hesitation. So yeah. So Buck Cherry, get ready. <laughs> hey, I would have said yes to that too. Full transparency. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So F300 on its way, but plenty of other fun in between that as well, as we always do on this show. So um, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye.
Bye. Bye. Just come on, just come on, just come on, just come on.